You are now listening to Bodies by Design Radio with trainer Fred and Coach Donovan, where we talk about all things fitness, nutrition, and the mindset of how it all applies to your busy life. For more, head over to bbdforlife.com. Hey, hey, welcome to Bodies by Design Radio. I am trainer Fred with Coach D. Hey, guys, thank you and welcome to the Bodies by Design Radio show. We are here to uh, discuss real topics, discuss topics that can help you uh, untangle some of the stuff that you may be going through, whether that's health, that's nutrition, that's um, physical, mental. Uh, Our goal is to really, really help you guys get better and stay consistent throughout your health journey. Um, The topic of the show today is how do you maintain all the hard work that you have done to get to the results that you're at right now? And we have a really good example of, uh, of that right now, which is our, our uh, coach, uh, coach Donovan right here, because uh, he just finished the, the 75 hard challenge and he had some tremendous results uh, in the previous podcast. If you missed it, go back and listen to that. We talked about how that journey has been going, what has he been doing to kind of uh, go through that and stay strong mentally and physically through that whole process. And now he completed it. And uh, we're going to touch up on some of the, uh, some of the things that you know he's going to do to be able to maintain that because he's worked so hard for 75 days to create this transformation. And now we're going to kind of go into how do we maintain those results going forward? Because once the 75 days over, the question is, hey, man, what are you going to do now? Mm-hmm. So let's get right into it. So first of all, congratulations on completing the 75 hard. You know, I saw you go through the whole process and uh, your transformation has been absolutely amazing. And it's been inspirational for a lot of people. And uh, it, it, was, it was nice to see. Uh, someone that is in the front line that's coaching that's a leader that's in front of people to be vulnerable and uh in front of other people and just let them know that you're you're human and you can fall off the wagon and you can get back on if you need it as well too but you know it was uh it was it was definitely inspirational to your clients to your to the to other coaches to me to a lot of people to see that hey there's always another level that regardless of what you know and what you look like there's always another level that you can go to so now that you've completed it, uh, let's talk about some of these amazing results, man. So what was your starting weight when you did this? Um, so I'll go back a little bit. In May of this year, I was 223 pounds. That's a big May order. of this year. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, I started to change some things, right? Kind of halfway committed, change some things, and then decided I needed to make a definite decision and that's when i joined uh when i started 75 hard in june so when i started 75 hard in june i was 217. so i got had gone from 223 to 217 through some non-committed choices that were just that got me moving forward and then i was like let's see what commitment looks like yeah and so uh in june started at 217 to answer your question yeah it's it's funny because I was thinking back all the way to like if some people, some of you that don't know our history, we go all the way back to we're like 15, 16 years old. We went to high school together. We played football together. You know, we are not strangers to commitments. We're not strangers to commitments all the time. But 
what I remember is like, you know, when the season starts, you're so committed to playing football, you're so committed to doing stuff. And then usually when the season ends, that question is like, so what are you going to do now? Mm -hmm. So we've been so programmed ever since we were like kids to like start a season, end a season, start a season, end a season, start a season, end a season. And then, you know, when school ends or when, when, uh, you know, when the season ends, it's kind of like, it, it's really time to kind of either like push forward, get better, continue to get better, or you fall off and then you try to get back into it when the next season starts. Yeah. So this goes back a long time. So we're definitely not strangers to commitments, but at the same time, it's like, okay, we have to learn what to do after the season is over. Right. And that's, again, your days that it was set for you was 75 days. Those 75 days are over. Mm-hmm. Now, what are some of the things that you're going to do to kind of maintain what you have, uh, what you have gained through this whole process? And let's talk about those result numbers first, too, is yeah. that within the 75 days, you put in two workouts a day, one outside, one inside. You followed a nutrition program that was your choice. And you went from at the height of what was it? 220 what? 223 was 223. Uh, yeah. And then I think the lowest you got was 194 is what I saw. Yeah, that was that was the lowest. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, that's a pretty that's a pretty massive change. What was the body fat percentage uh, change between those? Uh, so my highest body fat percentage was 20 percent. And then wow. uh, I ended up at 11. So that's pretty amazing. And for a guy that's that's your size, you know, being anywhere near, you know, the 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 tens, elevens, that's a pretty low body fat percentage. People don't people don't realize that. I mean, it's like bodybuilding percent of body fat percentages is is highly unlikely for a lot of people because they just they don't want to live that crazy ass lifestyle. Yeah. So being 11% is really low and that's really hard to get to. I don't think people understand how hard it is to maintain like muscle tissue and lose body fat in the same process. So, but again, man, congratulations. That was a pretty big, uh, that was a pretty big transformation that we saw. Um, so what is it that you're going to do? So tell us, uh, tell us three key points that you're going to go through to make sure that these last 75 days are not going to go to waste. Yeah. Well, it's it, that transition started before I ever committed to doing this program. So, um, my number one thing, and the reason I chose 75 hard, because it was the closest to the kind of lifestyle that I'd want to live anyway. Right. And there are things that I had already had in my lifestyle at, at one point or another, maybe separately at sometimes, but I chose 75 hard because it brought all the things back together that I know work for my life. So it helped me to avoid going into any kind of extremes, uh, which is a very key point because that makes the transition easier. Um, another thing that makes that transition work is um, identifying my obstacles. Before I made the commitment, I sat down and thought about every obstacle that I would face. And there was a lot of them along the way. I mean, my birthday was coming. Uh, We were going on a vacation to float the river, which turns into a day. If you've ever floated the river, you know what that turns into. It's a day of drinking and all kinds of stuff going on. Uh, We had some kind of family event that was coming up. There were about five or six different things that in the past I would have said, hey, I'm not going to do this because I know this event is coming and I know how we do that. Um, So I had to identify all of my obstacles before I made that commitment and I had to be willing to stick them out. 
right? Go through them. And then uh, to have a transition plan. So my transition plan now is there are certain skills that I want to focus on. And so I'm going to keep my training going. I love training hard that way, but my training is going to be geared toward being able to do skills that I enjoy um, or that I want to be able to do. Like master pull-ups so I can do 20 pull-ups in a row. I want to be able to do handstands. I want to be able to juggle really well. So my training is going to be geared toward that, uh, maintaining my strength with my strength exercises and really mastering my ability to move. What I've noticed as I gotten older is that I still move well, but when I challenge myself to go into deeper positions or, or uh, positions that need more mobility, yeah. I find myself getting stuck and I, I want to feel that freedom in my movement. So that's what, uh, that's what I'm going to do. So I think those are the, the key three points for me. Avoid going into the extremes in the first place. Mm -hmm. Identify obstacles along the way and then have that transition plan that makes sense for your life. And uh, that's, that's what makes this flow because there's not a lot I have to change right now. I'm just changing kind of the, the focus of it. Still training, still going to drink water, still going to sleep well, still going to have a great relationship with my family. Um, I'm just transitioning. So, yeah, man, that's, uh, that's how I feel. So I know you uh, have gone through this yourself and you'll have some great insight because you've done some shows in the past where you've had to get down to really low body fat percentages. Um, you've had to transition out of those and had to feel what it was like to like, come out of an extreme before and to go back into being able to maintain a lifestyle that works for you and, and still maintain a family and a career and all those things. So uh, tell us a little bit about just your past and then we'll get into some transition ideas that you have. So you, you've done a few shows. Tell us about those. Yeah, the first show that I did was in 2000, uh, 2012, uh, a little after um, my daughter was born. And I had just always wanted to train to get to be on stage for one of the main reasons was I was it was the most scary thought for me to stand in front of a whole bunch of people just with my shorts on that yeah. I didn't know not at a swimming pool not at a beach you know it's like but like to be up there and also be subjected to judging as well too right so I'm you know I, I committed and my, that program was 12 weeks. So it was 12 weeks of basically eating and training and not thinking about anything other than the show date. So, you know, when I started, I was about 195 pounds and I was roughly around like 12% body fat. And I was, by the time I got to the stage, I was 179 pounds at about 4.5, almost 5% body fat. So it was the most lean I'd ever been in my life. And, you know, for photos and for the looks of it, um, you know, it looked good. Um, what I enjoyed the most was the process, was the process of the discipline, the meal planning, the, um, you know, the, the training, the, the setting up. But then I realized, you know, I was not a single guy anymore. And I just, we just had a baby as well too, which when you first have a baby, it's not as difficult if the baby is sleeping and Ava was just a phenomenal sleeper. So at that time, my wife was home, you know, there wasn't much, you know, Ava, Ava wasn't doing anything other than just sleeping and, and eating. 
So I was able to just really just focus on that. And once those 12 weeks were over, I was so exhausted that I just didn't want to do it anymore. You know, it's like I, it was, I went from like one extreme to a complete other extreme. And it was, uh, again, for pictures and for, you know, photo shoots and all that stuff, it was the best I had ever physically looked. But, you know, on the inside, I was just so freaking exhausted. And, and, but the high of being in the show and looking a certain way made me want to do it again and again and again. So I would basically gain all this weight back and I would go back up to 190s and then I would go to another 12 weeks. And I did like three or four more shows after that to where I would just go right back down to that body fat percentage. So it was that huge swing up and down. And I'm not a really big guy to begin with. So it was really difficult for me to, again, maintain the muscle tissue and drop the body fat so quick. And I did one show only eight weeks out, which was just completely crazy. So it was, again, it was too much of a shift. And then I, I just feel like you got to go through stuff to experience it, to be able to tell people and teach people, because if I wouldn't have gone through those, I wouldn't have been able to do it. Um, but you know, the last time I did it was the most enjoyable time because I realized I've always been able to maintain my body fat percentage between 8%, you know, normally at like just living a normal life, eight to about 11%. That's where I usually, that's the, that's the um, parameters that I'm usually at when I'm not competing. But when I had to compete, I had to go down into really into low numbers, single digit numbers, because, you know, then you're going to look stupid when you get on stage because all those other guys are just completely ripped and jacked out of their minds. So but the last time I did it, it was just so enjoyable because I, I took a different approach. I didn't stress myself out about it. And um, it was for my 40th birthday. And it wasn't for it wasn't for a, a, a show. It was just. I wanted to celebrate my 40th birthday with a photo shoot and also be healthy. But in the process, I wanted to not only prove to myself, but also help my clients see that I could still eat some of the foods that I like eating. I can still do some of the things that I'm doing and I don't, and I don't have to like deprive myself of, of, of the life that I want to live. And that's the big thing is like finally understanding like what health looks like and also feels like, because just because you see somebody on Instagram that may be ripped and jacked and looks good, they might feel like pure dookie on the inside. You know, it's like, I remember doing one photo shoot after one of the shows, my shoulders hurt, my knees hurt, my back hurt. It was just, I was doing so much unnecessary cardio. I was lifting way too much. I was dieting way too hard. I mean, I just felt terrible. The pictures look good, but I felt terrible. Mm. And it just, it didn't match. What I look like didn't match what I, what I felt like on the inside. So what I feel like what I've mastered now is I've worked so hard since I was 12 years old from the first day I got into the, to a real gym and started working out until today is consistency is the key to all of it. But at the same time, finding a, finding a balance between what you look like and what you feel like. And if both, if both of those are good and if you feel good about them, then you have reached optimal results. So when you ask results, like I had a client that posted a picture of Kim Kardashian in a bathing suit and said, you know, hashtag goals. And I'm like, your goal should never be to look like someone that's fake. 
because there's so much plastic surgery, there's so much editing, there's so much, there's so much stuff that goes on in that picture that you have no idea. And then you look at it and you think that's exactly what it is. It's not true. So what you got to do, you know, it's like what I, what I did is again, find what I felt like and what I look like. And if both of those matched and went together, I feel like I have reached that optimal health. And I, and that's why I feel so healthy all the time now is because I don't overeat or I don't undereat. I don't overexercise and I don't underexercise. I maintain that, that certain body fat percentage and that body fat percentage is an indicator of like, okay, am I maintaining my nutrition the way I'm supposed to, my workout the way I'm supposed to, am I keeping my lean mass? So I'm able to look at the numbers. I'm a numbers guy and I like to see those things and make sure it's like budgeting. You know, it's like, it doesn't take it. it you look at your budget, you can see what you can spend. You can see what you can't spend on and you just have to be smart with it and make really good choices. So, and that really kind of leads us into like, you know, how do we keep our clients from going crazy? You know, like with the Kim Kardashian photo to, you know, Instagram, to Facebook, to people posting like, you know, at different angles of the camera, you know, when they, you know, when they got up, they didn't look like that. So there's a lot of manipulation and there's a lot of like, let me get it in a certain position so I can take a picture so I can look a certain way. But we, ju we just think that's it. We just think that's, that's the way it is. That's how they're walking around all the time. So we have to figure out as coaches, how do we help our clients maintain the results that they have worked so hard for? And what is it that we have seen for the people that have gotten results? How do they fall off? What has been the pattern? And I think we've got a pretty good um, history, you know, over the last 20 years of watching people being incredibly successful. And then some people that have a very quick result, like, Hey man, I lost 10 pounds. Hey, I lost 20 pounds. And we see them two years, three years from now and they gain 30 pounds. Yeah. But, yeah. Well, what's happening? Why is that happening? So, you know, that's what we really want to go into now and is really helping you guys. We just wanted to share our experiences because we've done it too you know we've gone through different transformations and we finally figured it out not because we're coaches but we finally figured it out like this is i feel good right here and i look good right here so that means i've reached my goal so my goal isn't to look like somebody on you know on a cover of a magazine my goal isn't to look like somebody else because that's that's not realistic like only i know how i feel and that's the way you guys should definitely uh, uh be approaching that too so let's, let's dive into that. Why is it that some people get results, but quickly, quickly lose it? And the first thing is, like I just mentioned a couple of minutes ago, it's just like finances and budgeting and money. Anybody can make money, like anybody. A seven-year-old can make money. So making money is actually not very hard. How do you keep it and grow it and create a lifestyle for yourself? your health is the same exact thing. Like how, like anybody can go to a gym and anybody can lose weight. That's just, that, that's just the truth. But how does that one person learn from it, maintain the weight loss, keep it and continue to go through that process? So what are some things that you've seen with your clients, Donovan, that you've seen as far as pitfalls to where you've seen the results and we've seen them. You've seen the results and then immediately they're back right where they started. 
Yeah. So uh, really two things come up for me. One is uh, people who approach their, their weight loss or health journey for a specific event. Like they say, I have a birthday coming up or I have a vacation coming up or, you know, I have this wedding coming up. And so they're really focused and kind of inspired by that thing. But then that thing goes away. And what they realize is they didn't they didn't do a really good job connecting that to the way they want to live, right? They, they just did it for the event. Right. Um, so a tip I would give on that before I go to the next one, a tip I would give on that is connect your actions to the way you actually want to live. And you got to take the time to visualize that. Like what, what is a great lifestyle for you that will help you keep these results? And it's not going to be just going toward some kind of, uh, external thing just because you're going on vacation that's not going to keep you fit right um so that's the number one downfall i see is is um doing fitness and health for like a date that's coming up the next thing is approaching it with um what i would call a, a, a surface level of understanding and what i mean by that is what it, more people, if they understood their, everything that they do, is it's a mental game that we're playing. So there's a few things that need to happen. Habits, behaviors, and environment have to change in order for you to get a different result than you got last time. And so what I see is a lot of people going into this next attempt with the same habits, behaviors, and environment they had last time when it didn't work, right? But what happens is like the, the desperation surfaces and they're like, okay, on Monday, I'm starting, I'm going to do it again. And so they started over again, and then the same obstacles hit them again, and then they fall off for another year or two, and then they, they get frustrated again. So it's just repeating the cycle. Um, that's the number one, one of the number one downfalls. So if you can understand that you're playing a mental game that requires you to change your habits, your behaviors, and your environment, then that's when you start to win. Yeah. So what about you? Well, I think. The, the thing that I've seen a lot is that people that have that have come that have that have stayed with us for you know three months, six months, twelve months, and they see great results, and they leave. And the biggest thing that I see is they try to go out there and do it alone, and they don't realize what they were doing for the last two months or six months or twelve months was they changed their environment. They became part of a team. They had someone lead them. Someone was accountable. Uh, someone made them accountable for their actions. They called them out when they didn't show up. They guided them. And, you know, you got to go back to the old saying of like, you know, if it's not broke, don't fix it. So if you're getting results, continue to do the same thing. The winners in our facility are the ones that have stayed with us the longest because there has to be a certain level of commitment. Sure, there's definitely a financial commitment, right? But that becomes very easy once you realize that you're just investing in yourself. And once your confidence level goes up, once you feel better, your relationships outside of the gym get better, you get raises at your jobs, you get better jobs, you have more confidence, you have more radiance. Like, it's, it's basically priceless when it comes to what you get when you become part of a team and you have a coach. And, and don't get me wrong, there's 
there's definitely some bad teams and bad coaches out there. So I'm not talking about just any coach and any team. You have to find what really works for you. And community matters, coaching matters, and that social accountability and creating friends that want to do the same, same with you. You know, it's like if you don't have a whole bunch of people running next to you in the same direction towards the same goal that you have, it's so easy for you to get tripped up and there's nobody else to, to pick you up. So there's been a lot of times that our clients have been tripped up, they've gotten wounded, you know, but other people have thrown them on their shoulder and continued the march going forward towards that goal. And I think that's the biggest pitfall is that people stop doing what's been working for them. And I think that's, that's a huge, huge mistake. You have got to stop, you, you got to start looking at like, hey, how did I get here? What was I doing? I need to continue to do the same thing and continue to build on that to go to the next level. And that's where coaching comes into play because a good coach knows to take you from this movement to the next movement to the next movement to constantly push you and push you and push you and uh, force you to become better. So there's, I always explain to all of our clients at Bodies by Design that there's always another level. You know, if you're making six figures, there's seven figures. You know, if they're making seven figures, then there's eight figures. Like it just keeps going up. Like there's always something, right? It's like if you ran five miles, you can probably run six miles. You just have to start making yourself very uncomfortable. But it's really hard to do that by yourself. It's really hard to do that when you're just doing it by yourself. It's a very, very difficult process. And believe me, I've tried it too. And without any accountability, you just kind of, you're, you're spinning your wheels. All right. So let's talk about the next one. This is, um, vlogging food. Vlogging food is a huge thing. I think, you know, people take the power of logging. They don't understand the power of it. And for me, it's always been the game changer. The moment I start logging my food, I have a innate understanding of what I'm eating throughout the day. So it's really easy to set my parameters. But then the moment I stop logging my food, that's when I'm snacking here and I'm snacking there. And I see that with my clients as well, too. Those that have logged their foods and have stayed very strict with, you know, making sure they're, they have a plan have seen the best results, not the ones that have guessed the best, because guessing the best just doesn't, uh, it just doesn't work. So, and then not doing enough testing. That's also another thing too, not doing enough testing. Like if you're not testing to see where your body fat percentage is, not testing to see where your strength level is, not testing yourself, it's hard to know where your starting point is or where you're at at the moment. So, and again, that's difficult to do unless you have access to a coach, a facility, an in-body machine, somebody that can take your body fat percentages. And I know you touched up on a lot of the mental part of it too, Donovan. Um, but one thing that I know you and I are really big on is sleep. So I think a lot of people lose a lot of their results due to lack of sleep and stress. So can you hit a little bit on that? Yeah, man, for sure. That's, that's actually one of the, uh, one of the biggest game changers. And um, when, when you were, you and I were both, you know, tracking together a while back, logging our food, um, what we saw were the days that we, um, even if we ate really well, and uh, the days that we got less sleep, we were automatically inflamed the next day, right? Oh, yeah. Which means which means we weighed more. But not only that, 
that inflammation has an effect on our body. Our body has to figure out what to do with it. So that affects the way that we think. It affects our decision making. And that's when things can start to fall apart, right? So I think there's people, there's a lot of people on this earth that are walking around um, sleep deprived and not even knowing what it feels like to have a, a really solid night's rest consistently. So uh, well, if people get back to that, I think they'll, they'll understand and it's proven, right? There, there's enough proof. You can do as much research as you want to, but there, logically you have to understand that getting great sleep and let, allowing your body to rest is a very valuable thing to do in life. And we've seen it and tested it. Well, and there's also this thing that I want everybody to understand, which there is a book actually called The Tipping Point. And again, it's hard to explain this because it is not something that you can visually see until it actually happens. So we've had clients in our gyms that, that, that have worked out for years and years and years and years. And, you know, they're not getting the quote unquote results that they've been wanting to, right? But one thing that they have stayed consistent with is their workouts. They just kept on coming to, and they've done their workout, more workout, more workout. And, you know, their nutrition may be a little bit off. Their sleep may be a little bit off, but they just kept on coming to their workouts. What they don't, you know, what a lot of people don't realize is that you're building a lot of equity inside your body when you're working out. Your muscles are getting stronger. Your body's getting stronger. Your organs are getting stronger. That way, when you start making a very small change to your nutrition, it's like rocket fuel to the results. And people are like, oh my God, no, you know, I got results just because I changed my nutrition. No, you got results because you've been working out for a whole year. You've been conditioning your body, even though if you haven't been nutritionally taking care of yourself. And then all of a sudden you created that component and you added that component to the working out. And then you add the component of sleeping to the working out. And then all of a sudden your body is like caught on fire with results. And uh, a lot of our clients have what we call that tipping point to where it's just like, all of a sudden you see them, you're like, whoa, wow, your body's really changing really quick. Yeah, I just started changing my nutrition a little bit. And that's building on the equity that they've built as far as they're working out. So just because you haven't put all of it together, that doesn't mean you stop all of it together at the same time. And starting it all together is also setting you up for disappointment. So you have to, if you want to maintain your results, and if you even want to just start results, you got to just start with one thing. And then what you do is you start plugging in the next thing once you are already comfortable and created that first habit, which let's say it's drinking water. The second one would be to you know, eat more clean during the day. The third one would be to add a walk. The fourth one would be to join a gym. The fifth one would be to add a coach. You're starting to add these small components together and then they start becoming this big machine. It's kind of like putting these ginormous Lego sets that everybody buys for our kids. And they have these little bitty pieces, right? But if you miss that one little piece, the whole thing is off. So it's, you have to put it together really slowly and it becomes this big body of work over the years. That's why it's just, you know, these 30 day fat flush, 28 day, lose 48 pounds. I mean, this is all just nonsense because there's never enough time to build those habits. So coming to the conclusion of this, what we are going to recommend for all of our clients to not only get their results, but also maintain it for the rest of their lives are the following. 
you have to stay consistent with what you're doing. Consistency is the number one component of all things. If you don't, if you don't have the power to stay consistent, nothing will work. It just doesn't matter what program you're doing, whether it's nutrition or workout. It just does not work. Consistency is the biggest thing. What should you stay consistent with? You should stay consistent with moving your body every single day. You should create an agreement for yourself, regardless of what it is. It could be any kind of movement, but your body was designed to move. Your spine was designed to bend. Your knees were designed to bend. Your, your heart was designed to pump. You know, it's like move your body. Um, the second thing is start putting better nutrition in your, in, in your system. Now, if you don't know what that is, that's okay because you can reach out to someone that does and they can help you guide you, help guide you through that process. But it has to be a very slow process because we have all this built up. Um, we have all these built up ideas ever since we were kids. So it's like you have to untangle through all of that. Nutrition can also become very emotional. The next thing is if you're unsure about all of this, get coaching. Coaching is a huge component of this because it can take a lot of thinking out of it for you whether that's for your workout, for your nutrition, and also for your accountability, and become part of a team, whether that's at the gym that you're going to, or creating a workout buddy, or joining a workout group outside, or getting on a hiking group, whatever it is that you got to do, like create and become part of some sort of a community, because it makes the process a lot more fun. And that's the only way to truly maintain your results and be realistic with your results. Like it was not very realistic for me to be at 4% body fat all the time. It's just not okay because I won't be able to live my life the way I want to. I won't be able to eat my mom's cooking and I won't be able to go out on a date with my wife. So if my body fat percentage is between eight and 11% and it's just kind of going up and down in those ranges and I feel good and I'm and I'm, and I'm working out and my body feels good and I'm feeling good on the inside. I don't have injuries, but I'm still able to enjoy my life. That's true results. Now you have to figure out what true results for you is because I've had a lot of people that have lost a lot of belly fat and they look good, but they still felt miserable because they never did the mental work. So they weren't able to maintain that. Uh, do you have anything you want to add to that Donovan before we close this out? No, I just think the only thing I want to reiterate is something I kind of pass over really quick, and that's um, to avoid going to extremes at all costs, because this is about lifestyle and longevity, and everything that Fred just talked about is really uh, important, and if you're in some kind of extreme mode, then it really negates all the other things, because you're probably not going to be sleeping well, you're probably not going to be eating enough calories, or you're going to be eating way too much. Um, you're just going to be off if you're in some kind of extreme. So knowing yourself is really important. Understanding the lifestyle you want to live with your family uh, and yourself is really important so that you can make the best choices. So um, that's it's the most powerful thing you can do is understand where you want to go and then take the small next step to get there. And like Fred said, just keep layering on the next thing. Make this fun. Like stop, stop taking it so serious. Make it fun. And, um, you know, this is, it's a big game, but it's a, it's a mental game. And if you can master that, then every choice that you make becomes a lot easier. Yeah. And, you know, no one said it was going to be easy. Anything that's worth in life having, you have to work hard for. for sure. And I think people get really caught up in the, 
you know, they see your results in 75 days, but you, they don't, they don't know what you went through for 75 days. They don't know the hard ass workouts you went through. They don't know the decisions that you make. They don't know the, the restraint that you had to uh, put on yourself when you wanted to eat something, but you didn't because you knew you were going after something, you know, it takes time to become resilient. It takes time to have grit. It takes time to have a spine that, you know, people can stand on and you can carry them uh, along the way. It takes time. All of this stuff takes time. Time is the, is the most valuable thing that we have. And it's also the greatest teacher that we have too. So please don't rush through any of this. Like you, just let time do its thing. But during the time that you do have, don't waste it. Take that next step. Take that next step. Take that next step. Take that next step. And you'll look back and you'll be glad that you did. And it's not always about physical changes. It's about how you're feeling on the inside. And again, creating a community around you that's going towards that same goal. And, you know, just don't beat yourself up in the process. Like Donovan said, enjoy it. You got one life to live. There is no reason for you to beat yourself up because you may not look the certain way that you want to look at this moment because that can be changed. But the only way that's changed, like Donovan mentioned earlier, is creating that mental space in order for you to be able to step into that. And if you approach any program with your old habits, you're really setting yourself up for failure. All right, guys, if you feel like this was informative, if you feel like this helped you, definitely share this with a friend, share it with your spouse, share it with your kids, share it with anybody and everybody. Leave us a review on, uh, on iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, all the places that we're at right now. Um, we would really appreciate that. Our goal is to genuinely help people. Uh, that is our true agenda is to help people become better at what they do. And if you got anything out of this, uh, we would love for you to kind of spread the word, but, um, other than that, I feel like this was a very successful show. Uh, again, Donovan, I'm very proud of you for doing the 75 hard and completing it and getting Appreciate such amazing ever. results. Um, it wasn't easy, but it was definitely worth doing. And you guys are worth it. We're all worth it to make changes to our lives in order for us to be able to impact others as well. So with that being said, you guys have an amazing week. Um, we look forward to having you on the next episode. All right. This peace out. Fred with Coach D. Peace out, guys. Peace. For more from Bodies by Design, please head over to bbdforlife.com. If this show was valuable to you, please share it out. There's someone that needs this message right now. Also, please head over to iTunes and leave us a five-star rating and review. When you do this, it helps us climb the iTunes charts, reach more people, and impact the next life. We appreciate you tuning in, and we're committed to keep bringing you more great content that, when applied, has the power to change your life.